Where is that? The Chinese food buffet? Where is this? It's up uh, over east, but in the mall But district. you said it's uptown. No, I said it was over east. Oh, is it? All right. <laughs> it's just Chinese food? No, they got uh, like fucking salad and pizza and shitty steak up there. All right. Desserts and whatnot. How much is it for the buffet? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I've only ever eaten there for free because I only ate there the once. You've only gone up to the trough once. Yeah, you know the saddest part of that. What? Uh, they do a free Did birthday meal, and two years ago, that's where I had my birthday meal all by myself. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was sitting Damn. there fucking texting Sam Laidman while I was like, looking at a plate of food with half a salad and a pizza on there and like a bunch of fucking Chinese food. and yeah, Just like an Emperor Nero, <laughs> just a sad Emperor Nero. <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by just uh, looking upon my works and despairing yeah instead of li- instead of uh, little boys who you can fornicate with it's just <laughs> it's just dim sum rolls and <laughs> egg noodles and like shitty pizza uh, there was uh, like an elderly Asian couple just watching me the entire time. <laughs> like, is, this, is this the Buddha? Who is this? <laughs> probably ruined their. Is this an emperor? Is this our? <laughs> <laughs> is this the? Like, is this uh, a, is this the king of the Ming Dynasty? Welcome <laughs> <laughs> like, here to grace with our tomb. Yes, master. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Coming uh, back for seconds of ice cream. <laughs> Damn. Wearing, well, my, wearing a shirt that said like super effective on it or something. <laughs> yeah, just uh, pajama pants. <laughs> I wasn't wearing pajama pants. This is how rich. This is how rich he is. <laughs> this is what we've come to this I, country for. I actually, hopefully, a actually was wearing pajama pun. pants, but I I put jeans over the pajama pants so I could leave the house with some monochrome of dignity. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately went to the one place where it didn't matter. Oh look, the <laughs> rotund heir to the throne <laughs> is here to grace us with our presence. <laughs> Quick, bring out the dancers <laughs> so that he may be amused. Oh, no, he's just staring at memes at, on his phone. Just looking at cats. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Get him out of here. Oh, my. <laughs> Your Highness, uh, you seem agitated. Uh, f- Perhaps we should play you some... Uh, Fiddle music or something. A forty-three-year-old Korean woman quietly ushers them away. (laughs) (laughs) Quick! (laughs) Do not make the god emperor upset, please. It's like it's uh, that one chick and and that guy from uh, wearing the yellow and black kimono from Kill Bill. Like, oh, Charlie (laughs) Brunjan. That's really that like South Southeast Asian and early South Asian sort of culture is sort of really like the 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 class hierarchy is really sort of it's really ingrained in the it's in the culture so like there's no like i was reading this uh um, i was reading this the piece about about uh this sounds anyway i was re- reading this piece about <laughs> i don't even have to do it anymore you're just gonna do yeah. it yourself <laughs> it's just all it's just been a day of self-hatred here, for some a, reason i woke up in the morning in a bad mood and yeah. it's just been a, a day long uh sort of spiral of self-hatred but i'll try to push through may telling you that you're more susceptible to shame than anyone else and you're like yeah sure whatever 
Yeah. I'm just throwing gifts at Captain Marvel. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I was sort of half kidding about the... Well, I guess we should tell our listeners what happened. Uh, uh, anytime oh, oh, we have oh, a group yeah, chat... Yeah. We're definitely telling that story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'll finish this and and I'll uh, and then we can go into that. But uh, apparently, before the Revolutionary War in in North America <laughs> or in America, uh, there was the, there was no real concept of 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 racism amongst amongst the landed gentry in in the South because for them the class the group hierarchies were so ingrained that they didn't even it was sort of understood that you know that there were certain races that were below them like the irish and the and and black people so they you before the revolutionary war you wouldn't hear talk of them saying things like you know the black people are below me or the irish are below me because they just sort of took that as a given it's only after that war after the revolutionary war when the english get kicked out of america that when when everyone becomes equal in america that is when you get the talk of people's races being inherently inherently below them because that was the only way that people could establish they they sort of uh, mentally had to uh, establish some sort of hierarchy because at the sort of government level at the group at the government level there wasn't any hierarchy at all right, right. like because it was sort of imposed that you know we take like, these yeah yeah i guess yeah i'll go i'll go plow the field whatever self-evident that uh, you know whatever the you know thing yeah. in the constitution we take these truths to be self-evident so that all men what are i'm hearing is you're saying benjamin franklin just fucking ruined it for everyone <laughs> Well, kind of. I mean, ruined it for the rand. He well, he ruined it for the landed gentry. Anyway, he yeah. sort of, or at least those. For uh, there was a certain kind of psychology amongst, uh, in in the south that took it for granted. Like they never, they they never would say things like these people have below low IQs or they are, you know, they are lazy or anything like that because they just assumed that that was just going to be the case like so like in that so you know uh you watch you watch parasite right yeah it's like that's such an interesting sort of like the reaction to that is so interesting because it's like in from what i can gather in korea uh like in america the the response to it is like these uh you know this is some sort of this is a uh this is a, a a movie about um uh, income inequality or class inequality right. or something like that right yeah and it's sort of it's considered this a like, great uh uh import into that, that that says something about american class hierarchy while also sort of saying something about the class hierarchy in in korea but if you actually watch that movie if you pay attention to that movie it's not i mean the poor people it's beautifully shot it's a great yeah. looking movie yeah, yeah. but it's actually like the actual the kind of political like if you were to if you if you were the kind of person to take political make you know political or philosophical or let's just say psychological uh, lessons from it yeah you would you would think that oh what he's saying is that the poor people like when the you know when the gloves are off they just go fucking hog wild like they have no idea what the rules are they have no self control 
they just absolute they just do whatever the fuck they want and yeah. they, they just turn ev- you know all income and in, you know all wealth into just sort of this dionysian you know uh free for all you know where they just drink in whatever you know do whatever the fuck you oh. want literally in the movie like if you think about this in the movie the only fault of the the uh, the rich people is that they're clueless yeah they're they're stupid and they're kind they're, of jerks but not really they're kind yeah they yeah. just they, they just don't know right yeah whereas I mean, it's kind of a really sort of it's a it's a sort of you know a, it's kind of a very hierarchical. I'm not saying I'm not saying that Bong Joon Ho is a you know thinks this, but if if you wanted to take it literally, if you wanted to take the something out of the the movie literally about class structure, yeah. you would say that oh, uh, poor people are poor because uh, they literally they just have no self control and they don't know what the fuck to do with money. And it's only the rich people who are who are rich because they have some self control. They might be a little clueless, but they are essentially they deserve the wealth that they get. Okay. And so it's kind of a you know so the it's a very odd thing to watch. You know, it's kind of a well, if, if taken literally, it's kind of a thing against being. It's kind of a very sort of shrill uh, uh, argument, I guess, against uh, against being poor about what poverty can do to your brain, I guess. And if you're if you're kind of honest about it, you're like, I watch that and I think it's a beautifully shot movie. But you really fucking hate poor people, man. Like it seems like you really hate poor people. Like you think that these people are fucking really, really stupid. Like they don't know how to control themselves. So, you know, even though like it's a whatever, one best picture and whatever, and it's fine. I I don't really yeah. have a stake in it. But uh, if if the lessons, if we're supposed to take the you know the parasite win as some sort of um, uh indication that america is understanding something about income inequality it's not it's actually like, going back the poor yeah. yes exactly man so it's kind of really really du- it's a really sort of dark th- i don't know whether people are that's the thing that they latch on to like the whole movie it ends with like it ends in the ho- in, a, in a horrible manner and it's not the fault of the rich people in it it's no. the fault of the it's the it's literally the fault of the poor fighting against the poor yeah you know for sc- it's literally for just and in the movie just absolute yeah, scraps for, for nothing s- for like a better place of subservience where yeah. they're making a little bit more money and it's kind of the anti it's the opposite it's a, it, it sort of reestablishes a hierarchical structure rather than what you would want which is that you know you know just because you have a little less income doesn't make you stupid or doesn't make you any less of a human being right but the movie parasite just like you are fuck like your poverty says own everything you need to know about you literally you're nothing but a cog in the machine it's only when you <laughs> it's only when you reach a certain amount of wealth that you get to be you know interested in you know art and movies and music and literature and all of those kinds of things literally yeah. if you're poor all you're doing is cosplaying and you're just bullshitting around you're just com- you're just pathological liars I who mean, just not, can't control themselves they're not wrong but um <laughs> I, I mean i don't think so no no i i, I don't i don't think, think that i don't think, is, I don't think right that's now. true at all uh but i don't know that's uh, what, that's what i think i, I was, <laughs> that's I was thinking on the way here too because uh, i wanted to talk a little bit about parasite tonight but um 
Like with a few writing changes, that's just pretty much uh, Korean Seinfeld. How so? Like, uh, the, say, like George is the first. Oh, guy. oh, oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I mean, without that end, it's Seinfeld. Got a job yeah. tutoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very sort of. Uh, it's kind of a very old movie. It's kind of a. It's kind of harkens back to you know those like movies from the 1930s where it's all sort of uh, misdirection and you know mistaken identities and they're yeah. you know going into one room oh i don't, I don't want her to find out you know roll under the table quick you know it's just that kind of and there's some great moments silly. with that just like um someone just hidden just out of view going up the stairs or that that scene where like uh, the, that one chick was about to come up out from behind the the pantry and uh, like while the uh, while the wife was walking around then all of a sudden just at the last minute just she yanks. Yanks. Yeah. yeah and then she falls yeah that's it, Oh, it's man. a beautifully shot movie, but the thing is, like, even he he has this, and you don't really notice the. Sh- he has Bong Joon Ho that move. I don't know if it, you watched Snowpiercer. It was yeah, yeah. I love Chris. Snowpiercer. I did like that's the thing. Like you and I are so different because like when that movie came out, it was like, at the height of. Uh, he's been clearly been thinking about this for a while. Yeah, it was uh, just after the host, and he got a lot of like praise for Mother. I don't know. If well, this movie was, was it was uh, maybe it was because sort of my brain was sort of thinking, and at the time I was in grad school, and I was I, I had a radio show, <laughs> and I watched this movie, and I was so infuriated by it, by by well, so infuriated by the it's shrillness. It's a genre movie. It's uh, like it, it, it's I didn't care about the genre. It was the shrillness of it. It was so shrill. It seemed like as though it's the same thing that, for for some reason now, because it's in Korea, in Korean, it doesn't su- it doesn't come off as shrill. Yeah, the idea that that uh, because the whole concept of the move of Snowpiercer for anyone who hasn't watched it is it's his English movie that he's made with Chris uh, Captain America. Cap- Chris, what's his name? Chris, Evans. Uh, yeah, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Julianne Moore. Yeah. No. Yeah, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore and Tilda She's Swinton. She's the teacher, right? Yeah. yeah. Tilda Swinton's in it? Yep. I think so. Tilda Swinton's the so, uh, like mayor or boss of the Or something like that. Anyway, so the whole concept is the poor people at the back of the train. Eating bugs. Eating, literally, they're eating yeah. bugs. Yeah, just like gelatin things made out of crushed bugs. And they have to get to the front of the train, where which is where all the rich people or the you know the the classy people are and they have to do it through just absolute utter violence and mayhem yeah. now when it came out like that was at the height of sort of um, like uh, 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 occupy, occupy wall, wall street exactly and, yeah. and i was kind of at that time i was like i was watching all of this stuff about occupy and i was kind of i was like this seems this seems a lot a lot different from the egalitarian kind of idea that i think is a good thing about you know about a sort of about about a democratic republic you know about living in a democratic republic that your income or your skin color doesn't say doesn't have to say anything uh about you so i was like i was watching this as like mainly maybe because it was so much like there was so much um the tone of the 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 shrillness of, of of the manner in which sort of the like the occupy movement was was saying things about the 99% and the 1% because but because by all accounts at the time I was living on Duke Street right by by myself yeah so I was always like yeah exactly (laughs) and I was sort of poor or at least poor the whole time but I never thought of myself 
in this you know in this sort of stupid this, this kind of sort of shrill yeah. way this you know like uh, i'm eating bugs trying to get to <laughs> get, you know get to the this imaginary wealth maybe, like it seemed like as though maybe bong joon ho just hates poor people like when, when well i'm not saying that he hates poor people i'm just saying that i think <laughs> what has happened maybe maybe there's something within i don't i'm, I'm not I, 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 I just picture him like up there uh, giving his speech in korean and then his trans like it, he, the entire time he's like uh, uh i can't i can't wait to go to my yacht that i'm getting from this gift bag and i will piss on poor people and poor people can suck at my teeth and then her uh his his translator looks at him she's like uh <laughs> I, um, I am very grateful to be They're nominated every, amongst Quentin Tarantino. We, we love all of these directors. <laughs> I, I love movies. The fucking poor can eat my fucking shit. You know what? They fucking they deserve to die in misery. You know what I loved about Martin Scorsese? He said, <laughs> said that was a really great moment of the Oscars. I mean, I don't give a shit about the Oscars, but yeah. watching that. that one interaction between him and Martin Scorsese was something yeah. that was that was I've Every, never seen anything gave like Sc- that Martin Scorsese a standing ovation and he woke up yeah <laughs> he looked what, like he, what oh hey yeah. <laughs> he looked like he was about to he, he was he looked like he was about to cry man that's yeah. a big thing man to be like that's a big thing for both of them to see that like to hip to see Bong Joon-ho sort of address yeah you know someone like Scorsese and say that this is you know what did he say the most the personal is the most creative I mean which is I'd never heard Scorsese say that but it's beautiful yeah and, but and then uh, go on uh, like he, he that, Scorsese that, Tarantino and but Noah Baumbach uh, Sam Mendes oh I like you guys too yeah <laughs> but apparently the thing that's most personal for Bong Joon-ho is ha- hating the poor yeah uh, if I <laughs> if I, <laughs> if I, I have to I never I don't think he actually does but I never thought that it would be this it. rich. I cannot wait to pay people to hunt for sport. And then the translator's like, "Uh, I, I, I'd like, I'd like to thank uh, <laughs> the academy." Uh, oh, it's crazy! Uh, Everything's I'm, great over uh, here. I'm, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna drink, drink tonight. tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna drink the blood of all of the. <laughs> people on welfare oh i'm gonna have a couple of drinks and have some chardonnay he like walks up to accept his best directing oscar with like a homeless guy in a leash (laughs) (laughs) the ball gag in his mouth he makes him like (laughs) he he makes him go on all fours like a table he just rests his oscars on his back but it's like the guy from terminator who's now homeless Like what is it? <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Nick something. N- Nick. Uh, Nick Stahl. It's yeah. just Nick Stahl. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to me? Guys, am I gonna get something? Am I a sandwich or I something? I made out with Claire Danes. <laughs> yeah. What happened? How did it, how did the wheels come off? <laughs> he's he's got like uh, he's got like tuxedo cuffs but no sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah a tuxedo t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's got cut off shorts and shit <laughs> like a wallet chain <laughs> <laughs> no wallet <laughs> just the chain <laughs> damn but yeah it's a it's an odd uh it was it, it is odd to see i mean it's great but it it's it, it is an odd uh it is an odd film to to have as the as the best picture especially if you're like if you're trying to make if they were trying to make some sort of political if because it always seems like as though there's some sort of political statement about yeah. this was the first year where it felt like it really wasn't because the political option would have been what joker no bong J- no that's the political option i think that's the most the the safest 
political sort of option is uh, if that they, if they would have went safe they would have went with uh, 1917 or uh, um, marriage story no you have to understand that that's not it's like i mean i don't know i have no idea what the motivations are but it seemed like as though it's because the movie is a a foreign film so there's a certain kind of oh, yeah, okay yeah because it's the first foreign it's made, and, they're making history and it's also got to deal it's also dealing with a kind of subject matter that's kind of everyone's in everyone's mind oh what are the what are the masses going to do what are the working like how are they going to react yeah you know where where, where you know how are these uh, how the poor mass is going to react to the this next election where is this anger coming from everyone feels the anger and no matter whether you're like rich or poor like right now in north america it's a like anger it's like the 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 level of outrage and uh, uh, uh just jitteriness constantly is at a high and and cuz i feel it as well man right yeah. like, like when you when you and we <laughs> so this afternoon uh John Brian and I and May are, are in a group chat and we usually we just throw around you know funny things to say at each other and I in the middle of that I was sort of uh, you know I was with my daughter today and she was sick so you know in a moment I managed to you know I just for about an hour I was I was on my computer and while she was I don't know whatever, whatever the hell she was doing right and uh, you know just walking around you yeah, know in the snow playing in the snow probably just coughing just along and i'm not even paying attention just to playing it. in traffic playing in traffic i gave her a shotgun to play with you know trying to see how much uh, how much candy and how many puppies she can get from strangers that's right yeah um and it in the midst of that i was like going through and it's just a weird time man you know cuz i had like a bunch of friends from back in university who were sort of very i mean i'm sure you also have them but like they're no, really not actively, from university i didn't go there or whatever you know from like <laughs> when you were in your 20s or whatever oh, yeah, they yeah. were just like act they've suddenly just turned like really actively political you know like their whole the whole persona is this one thing right you know at least online yeah, and, yeah i know a couple people like that and you know that stuff don't, with don't talk to them much <laughs> yeah we don't i mean it's an odd thing they go you i their actual life personalities don't seem as shrill and and edge and um on edge as their as their online yeah. personalities make them s- seem to make them i think they just look, some of them just like pick and fight like some of them just they're feeling that anger and they just want to find a, an outlet for it like uh like i i, kn- I know someone that'll do that and, th- and then he'll brag about uh the fights that he's picked online and shit like that like, i say it doesn't like, it doesn't who no matter any fight that you get there's no there's no there's never a fight that happens there's never a disagreement between two people that happens online that has ma- e- that has made that is in my personal case i've never ma- felt better after it either during it before it or after it I, I, at I, any time i would like to disagree because as you noticed the sonic the hedgehog movie now has a better looking sonic <laughs> What does that mean? Uh, when uh, the first trailer came out a year ago for Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic looked weird and people complained. And then they changed it. And now we got better looking Sonic. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you you would have no idea. About I don't know. No, I don't know. So why not? Okay, so I guess they changed it because people didn't like the. Yeah, old people song. Com- people complained that they, they got a better looking Sonic and it was still like a shitty. What if the, the, new, the old Sonic had a giant penis? Now they had yeah, just a big hammer sticking out at all times. Why is this got, like, Sonic three rings around? Him? He's not. He, this is, we don't remember this part of he Sonic. He keeps calling it his chili dog. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he masturbates violently fast. Just so a ball of jizz everywhere. We, we apologize for all the uh, st- scenes with him fucking tails. We have removed 90% of the movie and now we need to reshoot most of it. Yeah. And so, like, so, you know, I have a few friends who are kind of really sort of active about, or at least are just posting stuff nonstop about whatever's going on in BC with the wetsuitin or whatever that oh, is. Oh, the, uh, the train blockade thing. Yeah. And they're just like it, it, today was like, for that one. I, I I was on it and I was wa- for some reason I don't. I, and it's my fault. It's not no one's fault but my own. Uh, spending time sort of just looking at what is going on, uh, and it seemed like as though the tone was just getting shriller and shriller and shriller. Like no matter what the you know, concessions were made that were yeah. made to them. It seemed like as though for these, like for my friends, it seemed like as though it wasn't enough, you know? And, and it was be. just, it, it seemed like as though it was just like, it, it was just getting angrier and angrier. Look at what, fucking you colonialist, look at what you've done. Look and, is, and that, is that what I've seen like a lot of people talk, like going around talking about decolonization yet? I, I can't really figure out what they mean by like. I I, I have no like, idea. Like, are they, they asking mean. that we pack up and go back to England or like? I don't know what. I I honestly have no idea. I have no. It seems like as though this is out of my depth. I'm too dumb to understand this uh, conflict because I think I'm it's not the other th- way around. I, uh, listen, and I when when I don't know something, I think I'll just be like, I'm too dumb. Like, I think that's yeah. the better the better way. And so when like. And so, and, and it was just like meme wars, constantly meme wars. Yeah, because that's going to thing. accomplish things. And so, you the, you know, and, and and we were sort of having a laugh. And then the thing about, like, someone sent something about the uh, doing a cameo with a insane clown posse guy or something <laughs> like that. And, and that, then that's the thing that was the the uh, step too far. No, <laughs> like Shaggy too dope. Fuck I thought that. it was fun. I mean, I thought it was like like sad. You know, like watching that kind of stuff is kind of it feels like you know just uh, watching you know just an ad dead animal on the road. You know, it, yeah. it, 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 there's something odd and yeah, gross like, about it. You're like dance monkey. Yeah, yeah. You take my hundred twenty dollars and say happy birthday to my friend Jeff. Yeah, and it seems like as though it's sort of the real the nadir of of uh, of uh, fame, I yeah. guess, or something like that. That you have to just sort of act like that. That you have to just basically do the bidding of whatever stranger on the internet just tells you to do, and it's just it seems like it seems like a prison of some sort. You I, know, I, I was actually wondering what it would take to get on cameo because I'm nobody. But if I were to go on and like just just beat everyone out by lowering my price to a dollar for whatever, just uh, yeah, I'll say happy birthday to you. Who dad are you again? For a dollar, yeah. a four story walk. Have you never heard? 
Yeah. <laughs> Never heard. I'll, I'll, just, so you just uh, I'll, you, I'll fly to Fresno to do magic tricks for your daughter's for. Do you know anything about magic? Party. No. no it's, but I'll just break my own fingers well, and then eat them. Look, do you want do you want to spend like five hundred dollars on a real magician, or do you want to spend a dollar while I fly myself to Fresno? How about this? Like, I will come to your birthday party uh, and then just slip on a banana peel and get a concussion <laughs> in front of your child. <laughs> I'll, for two dollars, I'll bleed. Uh, yeah. How about I come to your? Bur- how about I come to your retirement party and eat a bunch of burgers and get a heart attack? <laughs> I just do the and rubber pencil. my chest. Too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm a magician. Rubber pencil. Look at that. Whoa. Anyways, that's my time. Thank I put two rakes right in front of me, one in front of me and the other in the back, and I'll just keep doing it, Homer Simpson style, until I'm just completely, I'm just bleeding onto the floor. Like, help you have to call. <laughs> like, I can't stop doing it. I like, literally, I'm so... Another dollar. I will never. I will not stop. Are you saying you wouldn't pay a dollar for me to come to your daughter's birthday party and just step on rakes for yeah. three hours? <laughs> just bruised and... I, I think there's something wrong with him, Dad. His teeth are on the floor. No. Why can't he just not step on the rakes? No, he has to get the three dollars. <laughs> I wonder if I can pay next all a dollar to walk into rakes. <laughs> oh man. And there's something, yeah. There's something like weird about watching it because it, it it gives me that sort of very sink. It gives me the sort of sinking feeling. It's the same thing like watching dumb things, like being around that stuff, like watching dumb things for the sake of being dumb. Uh, I mean, I love, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess anyone, you can be the judge of that or other people can be the judge of whether oh, or not I have, a, what my level of, like what, you know, whether or not I have a sense of humor or not. I don't know. That's all up. <laughs> Whether that whether no. such a thing exists, I don't know. Uh, that's all. That's all up for debate. Man, it's a good thing you haven't tried stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's not really great working out great, but you know, <laughs> it's all right. I mean, you're you're pretty close to being able to get on cameo to walk into rakes for a dollar. Yeah, and so when you like, I, when you asked whether or not we should do send a cameo, it was like. It was literally, it was the equivalent of you asking me, hey man, can we spend uh, $20 and just film uh, bum fights for the for the podcast? Is that all it costs? $20? I didn't look. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much it costs. I actually don't know. Besides, if I get the bum fights guy to promote us? Yeah. Well, fuck, no, actually, I don't want that. I don't yeah. want any part of that. Can we? Can <laughs> That's a step too far. Can we get a, can we just get uh, just a random homeless man to just beat his penis off into the camera so we can promote it? That's what it. That's I wonder what if it, I can buy an ad in the Daily Stormer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's a kind of level of stupid man. It it just uh, so I I was sort of being I I think I was sort of being half half joking, sort of half serious. Yeah. When I don't know you or someone said. Uh, um, I'll shame you. I'll shame Arif into doing it. And I was sort of half joking. I was like, you can't really shame me. Uh, and I was like, oh. and someone's like, uh, you're the most 
shameable person you're the most sh- literally right. the most shameable person as well, which is fine i mean i don't you know i don't I, i don't i have no idea what i come off as i don't i have no idea what that means maybe is, okay i guess i'll just take it i'll just take it this is where you know. she's getting that from uh think of every interaction you've ever had during a show with a white girl that you've regretted and then express that regret like is that uh, shame? like um yeah, uh, shame. dude i think that girl hates me dude i think that gay guy hates me Dude, I think that girl hates me. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, yeah I suppose like, that is. Like, like you, you always feel like you take it a step too far when you don't. Wow, is that shame? I guess yeah. that's real. <laughs> shame is for something that you have no I've control never, over, never right? Seen, I've never seen someone discover a new emotion before. This is no, is that that's regret? What's the difference between regret and shame? They're linked. Shame is something that you have you, no control over. I'm ashamed of looking the way I do. I'm yeah, ashamed of being you can, you can short. Be, I'm you ashamed, can be ashamed of, of actions too, and then you regret those actions. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't see it. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's how it, how it comes <laughs> off. I now know why I you don't, cry. I don't want to hurt people. I don't want to hurt their feelings, man. That's all. Yeah. No, I know, and that, I that's a good thing. But that's not shame. I don't feel ashamed of of of, of that. You you feel regretful. I feel it's know. a it's a regret is I I think regret, regret is a different is thing. Born from shame. Why would I be feel you, ashamed? You acted on What's something. That? You immediately felt shame ashamed of that action, and you regretted it. Shame is something that you can't shake. You know, like shame is something that I I feel like as though it's a it's a thing that's done by like um, by a group of people to one person. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're you're getting. It's at. like the like, idea of a guilty pleasure. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. think that there is such a thing as a guilty pleasure, because why would you feel guilty about something that you enjoy? I mean, if if you feel guilty about enjoying murder, like that would be a guilty pleasure. Yeah, but I don't. No, that's that's a stupid analogy. Let's 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 wind that back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. Th- this is what happens when you try to intellectually explore with me. <laughs> I don't know whether it's intellectual. I don't. Know you, I don't know. Well, Just we're, talking. I don't. Know. Well, we're trying to figure out whether or not this emotion that you feel when you feel like you went too far is born from shame. But you're you're saying that shame is involuntary. That it's you. You usually shame for things that you have no control over, man. Like, oh, look at this fucking short guy. You know, like I mean, no. It's. I'm. Let me be clear. I'm not. <laughs> Let me be clear. It's not like I've never felt it before oh, ever. Oh, I'm not saying. Be, uh, let me be clear. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I don't gay. Think it's bad that you're. I'm short. not gay. <laughs> Please let me be clear. Um, I'm really straight. I promise. Um, don't buy it. What? <laughs> don't buy it for a second. Yeah. Um, no. What I mean is that I don't. I don't like. It's not like I've ev- never felt shame. It's just that. He- here's the thing. What like I when I was very young, like being what shame felt like is like uh you're short you have big ears you know and this was like horrible, thing you that forgot the horrible acne horrible acne uh you your cousin that one time no one knew about that 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 was that <laughs> that was <laughs> you thing. knew about that i i did know about that i never felt sh- i guess i felt shame about that until i did it on stage and i didn't anymore okay uh and then i was like i got laughs from it and i was like It's because Dubai is a real shame culture. Like shame culture doesn't really exist over here in the same way that it does in right. like Muslim countries or you know just like in India. Like that's a shame's a very big uh, 
part of how it's like that just exactly like we would all be started about like in hierarchical societies you know like hierarchies that are really ingrained in people yeah you know the same that's the driving force of that yeah yeah you know you are you're, the, that's the way that you keep people down is because you know that other the people who are below you feel ashamed of what what they are what they're born into right. Do you understand what i mean yeah like a thing that they are no they have no control over I, like they that they they're born into a certain skin color or they're born into a certain that does exist here somewhat cuz i i used to have that about my family name actually cuz uh, really yeah like uh, around st stephen my family name and certain family members did not have the best reputation and a what lot do they of have that, a reputation for? Well, they're just, you know, kind of being, like, low-life, kind of, you know, dirty, quote-unquote, uh, kind of near-do-well, like... Near-do-well? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to say? <laughs> Fuck. Were you want to drop a 17th century <laughs> phrase? <laughs> you know, you're going scallywags. Oh, I get it. You guys were in the Macbeth. I get it. <laughs> you guys were peasants yeah, my, in Macbeth. My, my family is known to be ruffians. I get you. Real rap scallions. I get it. You, you guys were in a Charles Dickens novel. <laughs> Got it. And please, sir, may I have some more? No, God, so no. But uh, I, I used to be ashamed of my five, five year away brigand. <laughs> five old guy. Yeah. Mm, this should be sufficient. <laughs> 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 this should be mm. <laughs> Get out of my sight I never want to see you again Master thank you for the Wendy's master mm, You get two cheeseburgers And a bag of fries <laughs> Yes master <laughs> Thank you Thank you master <laughs> The thunder and lightning you run out of the rain <laughs> With a wet burger <laughs> <laughs> running to my cave so I just <laughs> scoop it in my face in an alleyway in West Chapel. <laughs> so Godso is considered a like a bad like a like a low class yeah. sort of name. Uh so much so that um uh my ex mother in law actually uh had like preconceived notions about my family. Really? I started dating my then to be soon to be ex wife. What does that come from? Like, what do they think? Where does it, do they, is there a family lineage of, I don't know, moonshine brewers or something like that? Or no, it's... Uh, were you guys train was, robbers or something? It was something? more recent than that. It was uh, like, well, there was some violence in my family history, uh, like a more immediate, like my my dad's parents and stuff like that. It was all on my dad's side. Right. And, uh, you know, some there are some family members who uh, would actually do stuff that was considered to be you know not good hmm. uh, eating a salad or something like that but i yeah just, just, eating, <laughs> just reading books and shit yeah they're just re- <laughs> reciting william wordsworth in public <laughs> at the wendy's <laughs> at the wendy's takeout uh i just assumed it was like small town class-based shit right and that that does exist in smaller communities in larger communities it's not as prevalent because there's just more people it's easier to lose an individual or like even a group of people in a sea of millions right man yeah i think that that's yeah i think in larger cities what happens is that all of those like so i grew up in a large city and what those how those distinctions are made are by geography so like i lived in a poor part of town you know and everyone around me i was grew up in sort of 
you know just a uh, like a uh, it was a uh, uh, what the fuck are they called like the pro- it's project housing pro- okay. essentially project housing uh and in the the strange thing about dubai is that in the project housing in within the project housing you have like it, the project housing was the only place where you would have people of sort of all of these different ethnicities sort of coming together or at least living together okay it's only within the sort of richer sort of parts of town where you had like where you had all of a certain nationality living like the rich indians lived in a specific na- specific part of of uh of dubai you know the americans and canadians lived in what's right. or the the british and americans and canadians lived in a certain part and it was all sort of very racially homogenous but the only sort of heterogeneous or sort of mixed uh uh groups uh populations lived in the poorer parts of town my and and so you would never like you know the idea of you wouldn't shame any the the idea of i mean i guess you would there, there was there was a little bit of that now that i think back yeah, on there, it where you were probably like, a few people that felt like they were above well they would people. do these things like you know amongst poor people what they would do is that you just create you know when you're all in the shit together you just create arbitrary things to have over one another even though you're living in the same fucking shithole right you know you just create arbitrary ways of being uh having a one up over over your uh over the people who are living next to you so yeah. we would live in a bed sit you know my sister and i live you know were in the same room we just had a two bedroom apartment till i was like man until i was like 15 16 years old like my my sister was like <laughs> you know being like a 15 year old living with your you know how old was your sister at the time was she older or was she uh, well there's a seven year difference but it was still weird like you know we yeah. had a room about the size of my living room right now and you know her my bed was on one side of the room and her bed was on the other side of the room yeah and you know i had my like group of posters and she had her group of posters i couldn't and my parents they kind of you know they sort of saw the immigrant they kind of wanted they thought that dubai was going to be away from that kind of hierarchical structure sort of that was ingrained in india so they came to dubai thinking that that's the way it's going to be like and, and then everyone was like off. no no that's not like that at it, all you know dubai was even more tribal because yeah. it wasn't even a democracy even at that point it wasn't even pretend it wasn't even a young democracy right like the problem in india was that it was too young of a democracy so all of that you know 100 years of 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 you know fucking caste system was still just ingrained in people's heads you right. know by, by the 80s it was just what 40 years old you know india just got its independence in 47 so you know they thought you know this play dubai has just got a bunch of oil and so obviously you know to be a better life and they won't have to see you know it's not that they didn't you know i don't blame them for it you know it's just that they didn't know right the- like so but now sort of thinking back it's like that i think that's what they was saw and i you know the shame that the, w- and but because dubai was sort of a even more in a way is sort of backwards culture where it's all ingrained like people in dubai only later on did i found out find out that arabs actually thought less 
of Indians. Like they thought that they were lower class people. That's why they didn't. That's why you were Indians and Pakistanis and the people who actually built that country were never given citizenship. You're never a citizen of Dubai. Right. You're because you're considered. You're not considered of you're not, higher birth. You're not of this land, so you don't. It, it's like the way the Japanese operate. Like kind if, of. If you're not Japanese or I guess white uh, or American, uh, you you cannot ever actually have permanent citizenship. Yeah, I think you have to be married into it. No, I don't think you can be married into it. I don't know what the what the Japan. I know is that you, there's no immigration and Jap- Japanese has zero. The Japan has zero immigration. Although I, I think that yeah. like Americans have successfully immigrated. Have they not? I don't like, know. God, maybe, maybe I'm. I don't. Th- I mean, they've lived there, but they can't yeah. be Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they can certainly live there, but they just can't. You know. I was just thinking of like expats and stuff like that, but like that that can still be living. X Men. W- w- yeah, X Men. <laughs> Fucking yeah. X Men, and yeah, I'm just thinking about that Wolverine. Jubilee. <laughs> I saved Cyclops. World War II, yeah, the famous Japanese people. Yeah, yeah Juggernaut, Jubilee, Cyclops, Silver, Silver Samurai, Silver Samurai. <laughs> that's a, that's a real X Men. Silver Samurai. <laughs> that's that's real. Damn. Didn't, didn't you see the? I was thinking of the Silver Surfer. I don't know the Silver. Silver didn't didn't Samurai. you see the Wolverine movie where Wolverine goes to Japan? Oh, sweet! Is that like Ernest goes to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine scared stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get the milk, bub. <laughs> oh man! Oh no, there's pumpkin monsters, bub. I, I found out. I don't even see Nerna scared stupid. In I uh, this is a this is a different thought, a completely sidebar. But uh, doesn't Dave Hall look like Lyle Lovett if he was a twink? <laughs> <laughs> you remember Lyle Lovett? You remember what Lyle Lovett? Lyle Lovett looks looks like. I think I, I think he just looks like. Let me a, just hang on one second. Let me just find out. I think he just looks like a white Lionel Richie, like. He's got the he's got the mustache. He's got the hair. He's got a perm. Hello, is it David you're looking for? <laughs> so Arif has pulled out his laptop and he's now going to show me an image of Lyle Lovett because. Uh... Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's David Miles Holland Holler. <laughs> just a just a young Lyle Lovett. It's like Lyle Lovett the college years or something. Um. <laughs> anyway, but man, no one is gonna know who the fuck we're talking about. Lyle Lovett. <laughs> Everyone knows on, that. On both, he counts. was married to Julia Roberts for a while. Did you know that? Oh yeah. Yeah. How? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I guess enough money, or maybe he had a great personality. Well, so pretty woman was uh, like. It a, was soon uh, after Pretty Woman that he was <laughs> he was married to fucking Lyle Lovett after Richard Gere. Wow. Yeah. He, after she made that movie, yeah. He looks like like Tom Waits with better hair. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Waits is a little rough looking dude. Art. I mean, you know, I'd hit it. You're fucked, Tom Waits. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Even with the, I guess back there was a there was a while where I the, he he does have a soul patch, <laughs> and I am ashamed to admit it, but I will on right here on this podcast that I had a soul patch. Oh yeah, oh, no for shit. For a couple of months, really? Yeah. Why? Tom Waits. 
Did you have a puka shell? I am so stupid. Then it's, uh, it's just completely. I'm a completely impressionable person. If I see a, th- if I see a person, if I, I used to be the kind of person. If I saw a cool person do a thing that was co- that that was <laughs> just walking over like, in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, no, it was just. I you better watch your back. I have. I had. I, I keep. I keep forgetting about the fact. Even when I was very young, I was like, I forget about the fact that the reason why those things look cool is because you like the person. Take because it's because they're talented that you think that those things are cool that's, about that's that. That's the only answer. Like somebody talented took the dive and grew like a tiny little fucking patch on their face. Yeah, that, and he looks cool, and you think that that's the thing that's gonna make you cool. Like it's like, like the, Tom Waits has five or six other things that make him cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. I was like, you know what? I I, I kind of if I put the soul patch on, I'm pretty much gonna be Tom Waits. I'm pretty much exactly. You know, you know what? That is no better than me buying a red fitted Yankees hat in high school. <laughs> what do you mean? Like Fred Durst? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you did it all for the Nookie. I I did, and <laughs> guess how much Nookie I got? Uh, a fucking goose egg. That's what. <laughs> Still a lot of hot dog flavored water. <laughs> I just love the idea of a tiny Brian just walking up. I'm Fred Durst. No, you're not. <laughs> Turns out Fred Durst doesn't wear a shirt with Homer Simpson drinking beer on it. And khakis that are like one size oh, too man. small. Oh, shit. No, he had, a, he had a little bit more going. I should have bought the puffy <laughs> vest. I should have bought the puffy vest to go along with it. That was like that was a weird three. <laughs> that was a weird like two or three month stretch, and then and then uh, I traded it for twenty dollars and a gram of weed. <laughs> uh, I don't remember how much that hat cost, but I remember getting it. I remember seeing it at the lids or whatever store. Uh, maybe it was a Footlocker, <laughs> <laughs> and like just walking in and like I'd see it and. Uh, all of a sudden, it's like, just glimmering. I keep feeling good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on hey my girls. Head. I'm Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> what? I got the hat. <laughs> I was more like Fred Durst now. <laughs> now that you just fucking bald and fucking semi-retarded. Just before I get on the bus, to, like I eat my cereal, I, I pack up my lunch, I put on my fitted red Yankees cap, and I'm like, today's the day. Today's the day that pussy gonna start fucking coming to me. And, <laughs> and the, second I get, the second I get on the bus, someone just throws a fucking sandwich in my face. <laughs> <laughs> nice hat, fag. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm Fred Durst. I'm Fred Durst. Where's the nookie? <laughs> I had faith. <laughs> faith, a faith, a faith. Ah, shut up, Brian. <laughs> well, I guess it was <laughs> Then just jammed in my locker. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> you know, that was a- just singing Limp Bizkit songs while being logged in my locker, just sadly like, oh, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. Help! <laughs> no, shut up, Fatty! <laughs> oh, man. I also at one point had a red, or like a green leather FUBU hat. <laughs> 
That got stolen. I didn't get paid that for weed. <laughs> Who stole it? I don't know. I left it at the community pool. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that the dumbest hat I've ever had. <laughs> the red Yankees hat and what it means <laughs> makes it stupid. But like on its own, there's like it's a fitted Yankees cap. Come on. But the fucking green leather FUBU hat, I've got no excuse for that. Oh. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why I had it. I don't even think I bought it. I think somebody gave it to me, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was just drowning in pussy in high school. <laughs> just just covered in it. There was a while. Like, you remember I told you about Do South? Like, this is how stupid. Did you, did you show up at school with a fucking Mountie <laughs> outfit? <laughs> no. I made <laughs> fucking starch pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that yeah, would like with you. <laughs> where no, um, no, where no. might I find a history class? Just a wild wolf, like an actual wild wolf. <laughs> he's just foaming at the mouth. He's got rabies. He's biting children. <laughs> no, he's my Devin Baker. <laughs> You're just calling him Devin Baker while he's like attacking other kids. No, I'm down Devin. <laughs> I was like, oh, because he's like in uh, in due south. He's like. You know, he's this kind of like quiet, stoic man and he's kind of, you know, he's very, he's got good manners and he's yeah. sort of kind of like a real gentleman, but he's sort of, but he's really quiet and he's sort of very distant. And I thought I tried to put on that personality for a while and people just thought I was fucking like that something happened to me. Like my brain, like my brain died or something Ooh, like that. Who is this like joker I thing he is? <laughs> I, I, there, there was a lot of like cross-armed sort of sitting back, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh, like trying to be cool. But I was, you know, about five foot three. <laughs> I was like, that's as, uh, and for those listening, could, that's as tall as I am now. Yeah, <laughs> and people could just kick the shit out. But I was also skinny and fucking acne, so you know, yeah. you just look like a fucking dumb mute sitting in the who, you know, until before he watched uh, Due South was, uh, you know, just this wild, wacky fucking idiot, just, you know, being loud and obnoxious. Yeah. And then suddenly he watches Do South and he's like, oh, this is going to get me pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be aloof and cool like Paul Gross. Oh, man. That was a, that was a really, this is really, I can't, I can't see. This is really embarrassing. I don't, I don't think, well, no, actually, now you have to say it, but. It's really bad. Is it worse than wearing a green leather oh, FUBU hat for I, way too long? This is It's so bad. <laughs> uh, you can't build this up on this recording and not say it. Oh, God. All right. This is definitely the thing I'm the most embarrassed about. So this is the thing. This is you actually feeling shame. No, no, this is no. It's not shame. I was. Um, this is embarrassing. Yeah, okay. Shame is uh, like I said. I, I would only feel ashamed of it because I would be. You know, it's not something I have any control over. That's more regret. Regret or, or okay. sa- embarrassed over something I have no control over. Okay. But this was something I one hundred percent had control over. Okay. So my, oh god, my a cousin of mine. Oh man, a cousin of mine one summer uh, went to. Uh, came went to america for a month right and uh now that i think about it he's a fucking idiot too like so <laughs> he no so let me tell you this so he comes and i was very young so i was, must have been about 13 and he comes back after spending a month you know traveling america uh he comes back 
with just like an American accent. And you used to talk like this. You used to talk like this. And then it's like, yeah, you know, we went to Florida and <laughs> um, it's kind of cool. Oh, no, yeah. you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't start talking like oh, fucking Florida. Uh, yeah. Over the weekend, young Indian artist just shows up to school who has like two months ago decided to put on the personality of a stoic Canadian then decides just out of nowhere to just start talking, just talking real down south, you know, uh, <laughs> just like, hey, guys, are we going to go play some football or not? Are we are we playing some cricket or not? Just you wearing know? like like a uh, like an American flag tracksuit, <laughs> <laughs> like an upside down visor. Yeah, just a Hulkamania <laughs> shirt. I just rip it open. <laughs> oh, that is a phase that I went through as well. Just wearing Hulkamania T-shirts. <laughs> A little skinny little so, yep that was uh, that was 28 um <laughs> no I, I genuinely like i put on the accent to think because i thought that that was gonna make me cool <laughs> really? how'd that work out for you it did not it yeah. did I, the laughing stock it was and it, it was the worst thing because it was it happened behind like i lost friends like people was like just stop talking yeah, to me jesus I, fucking christ don't <laughs> do that <laughs> Hey, why, why don't you go and fuck Mickey Mouse? <laughs> why don't you? Why don't hey, you, you go? Yankee bastard! What are you doing? Why don't Why don't you go eat uh, apple pie? Oh man, it's brutal being bullied in an Indian accent, and you're like, <laughs> "Hey guys, come on, come on now, come on! <laughs> oh, don't be a tourist. Yeah, catch <laughs> Come on, guys, let's play some cricket now. Come on." Uh, hey, you bastard guy, you fucking phony, fucking idiot. <laughs> I'll suck my little tiny penis. Hey, don't be like that. I'll meet you out the cricket Come on pit. now, guys. Oh, we'll, have, we'll, eat, we'll drink tea. Shut up, Arif. <laughs> oh, man. So you couldn't, you couldn't do Stoic Canadian and you couldn't do uh, yeah, Stoic Southerner. Yeah, Stoic Canadian was just like, that was a personality because I, like, I couldn't keep quiet because they would just keep making fun of me. Yeah. And I wouldn't, like, I'd be like, yeah, I can take it. You know, I, I wouldn't say anything. Like, there wasn't, the, the the thing that I put on from Do South was the fact that he was sort of this, like, gentleman, like, you know, yeah. kind of this sort you of were dude polite. who was just. No, well, I, I yeah. forgot all about the politeness part. I just kept the mute part where he's just, like, not saying anything. And so he's just looking just like quiet. a dumb idiot. <laughs> Yes. A, you're like, yeah, well, th- that's what I learned from Do South. Canadians are very quiet. But he's also got, like, the wisdom of, you know, he's, w- he's really wise and all you of that shit. You weren't telling people wise shit, were you? No, I didn't. I was not wise. I was, like, fucking... Th- I didn't have wise shit in my head, you know? So I just, like... You just yeah, walk up I to think- some random kid, and you're like, yeah, the, that's the crow flies. And then you just keep going. <laughs> well, there's an actual crow flying. <laughs> <laughs> you ever think what it's like to be that crow? And then you just go to fucking lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I mean you know it, that, it hasn't really gone away like I'm I'm neat, I'm fucking right in the middle of that biography of yeah cricket the opiate of the masses and then <laughs> just, just keep going what <laughs> what is you haven't mean? read Marx what are you talking about idiot loser <laughs> shut up no, you haven't even read fucking Marx <laughs> They're all heckling me in the fucking Indian accent. Indian children fucking. 
<laughs> Every one of them is just a 35 year old Indian man with a mustache. In my body. Yeah. <laughs> just like little girls, like, what are you fucking talking about? I'm just a weepy southerner. Oh, hey, guys, come on now. Oh, damn it. Why, why y'all gotta be so mean? Why, what in tarnation? <laughs> this is why we're gonna take all your oil. <laughs> well, I don't even have any. So if you had better TV shows growing up, you would have had a better childhood. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that's not got the TV. That's mo- even now, even now it hasn't gone really. I mean, there's yeah. I'm knee deep in that biography of Ulysses Grant, and I just I only picked it up because I found out I kind of wake up. There was a there was a thing someone was talking about probably on a podcast or something like that where he was like, up until the age of like 39, the guy is just a born loser. He's he is you know he lo- he basically just is. Anything that he puts his hands on turns to shit. All businesses, he's completely, he's broke, he's penniless. Like, the only thing that he has going for him is that one time, is this brief period in the Mexican War where he's this sort of, he has this great, he's a great uh, tactician and he can can really ride horses well. And oh shit! The Civil War was Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> he gets kicked out of the army. He gets kicked out of the army. He doesn't want to be in the army because they keep posting him from place to place, and he can't be away from his family. Yeah, and so he just leaves, and without any money, so they just discharge him. He leaves, and he has to get make it back home. He has to make it back home to Galveston, and he doesn't have any money. To do. He's just bumming around the streets absolute loser and then you know then the civil war happens and he actually hates being in the army and then for some reason he uh, he believes in the union cause so much that he goes back in right? right because he's living he's working now at this point he's working at this like shithole job that he doesn't at the shop where like he walks in like he's just smoking a pipe all day and people ask him they he doesn't know the prices of things and people just say oh yeah that's like two dollars or whatever and he just gives it to them for the prices because he's so he has no business oh, sense at all he had my job literally i mean yeah. i'm listening i'm, I'm that's, reading this that's fucking wild dude yeah like, so and he's he's a complete loser the only that, that's the and he's just just he's really so and and you know he, in the book he, they kind of go into his like personality a little bit that he is sort of this self-taught dude he just reads like he just spends his time at this job like just really likes lot. anime and yeah he loves <laughs> anime he loves meme culture he was a big fan of like uh, union meme culture he's a, he's a flat earther <laughs> that's right and uh, he yeah he the, all he does is he's he's good with kids and he's good with horses and. He's good, and the one thing that he's good at is the thing that he sort of hates doing, which is or kind of hates doing. But it's the only thing that he's good at, which is being in the army. And he believes in the he believes in the union cause so much that he goes back in, and of course becomes a jet. And then you know, at there are certain points in his in the biography that I'm reading, uh, but it's my Grant Chernow. Uh, oh, not Grant Chernow, Ron Chernow. Sorry, uh, it's about Ulysses S. Grant. It's called right. Grant. Um, where he, you just see him like he's like you know they they say things like he was this sort of quiet modest guy didn't like talking about his achievements you know he didn't he he didn't like losing his temper he was not this person who would like he, he was not driven to anger at all whenever he fought with like his wife or women he would just sort of sink into himself and he wouldn't right. 
he wouldn't you know he he didn't have the capacity to you know to really argue out loud which is an odd thing for the guy who won the fucking war for the union yeah, you know, to find out in his personal life that this guy was just a complete absolute pushover die and the thing is after the war he becomes president after the after the presidency again after the presidency with all the money that he makes he again loses it in business like again he gets taken off for a ride until the guy just die he's nearly he's nearly penniless at this point right. and and he's been asked by like, a whole bunch of people to just write something just write you've been reading all your life just write something about what you did your exploits during the civil war just do something and absolutely and he's absolutely like he has no money so out of just absolute desperation he starts writing and he writes this like whatever 600 page autobiography i haven't read the 600 page autobiography but right. he writes this thing and he sends it off to the publisher the publisher the person who was working at the publishing office at the time was one mark twain and it comes across his desk and he reads it and he's like i this is the best thing i've ever read and he could not believe it he's like this is a better writer than i will ever be wow and you know just because of that he uh you know and you know it sells like of course it sells like crazy and he manages to pay off his debts but he's still poor and then he still dies poor but he just manages to pay off his debt like What? that's that's the life of fucking ulysses s grant president president of the united states you know one like a hero of the civil war one of the one of the heroes of the, of the civil yeah, war yeah probably the hero of the civil war or something like that and, and not the, in his in his in his eyes he was just like a schmo he just got lucky or whatever yeah but uh yeah i'm reading this as i was like Yeah, I'm pretty much like <laughs> he's a loser. He's a loser. I was like, having the same thoughts too, and I dismissed them immediately. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see myself in it, man. It's like the hero of the Civil War was actually just a Civil War cosplayer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Man, how great would it be if it turned out that, like, uh, instead of act the actual book being published, um, it, it it was just that he had written an early like draft of like Mark Twain and or, or not Mark Twain, fucking Tom Sawyer and Mark Twain just changed the name. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like oh yeah, this is uh, let's just give this Jim guy a better <laughs> name. Let's, let's uh, change how, the how name. How shall I describe uh, him? How is the best way? <laughs> I mean, he's tall. Nah, nah, that's, nah, that's, that's too that's easy. Not Uh, <laughs> he he, 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 li he likes to chew tobacco. Nah, mm. nah, that's no good. Timothy is not going to work as a name. Let's give him a gym, but really give him some personality. Yeah, why don't we really? Hit, there's something I want to hit home. <laughs> Are you sure about this, Mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. it's definitely that's how the that's how I imagined it. That's that he yeah. named it himself. Like I don't write that. I, I don't <laughs> write the rules here. That's what he calls himself. That's what he answers to. But yeah, that hasn't really gone away. Maybe it's because like. Like in my head, I think like I'm really kind of a sort of a real sort of mediocre kind of personality. Oh, that's dude. really kind of what if what if uh, like every time fucking Tom Sawyer calls him and we're Jim, he's like, just Jim, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jim's fine, dude. I don't you don't have to do add the moniker. I know other people call me that, but so, we're friends at this point. You don't have to. He's like, all right, Cracker Tom, get the pad one. <laughs> yeah, listen, Honky Tom. <laughs> That doesn't <laughs> like the middle part of Tom Sawyer just gets passive aggressive. 
<laughs> you just call me the N-word Jim all the time, all right? Or maybe I'll just call you Honky Tom. Well, call me Honky Tom. I don't care if you yeah. call me Honky. No, honky doesn't hurt my feelings. That's not the defining characteristic of me, uh, N-word Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you keep calling me that. Oh, man. But, yeah. That's how dumb I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, but you're I think Ulysses like, S. Grant. The man who, like, two it's or so three stupid. days ago so slipped on the ice and, oh, fuck me. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, 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 the hero of Civil War Two. But that was, I mean, what we're talking about was I was outside. You and I, yeah, you and I were outside a comedy club or at least a mic, uh, open yeah, mic. Uh, the five and dime. In the middle of a snowstorm. Yeah. And we were standing on a hill and... You and I were talking. We were in a group of people talking. Yeah. And as I was talking, I... Uh, <laughs> standing still, I slipped. I don't know, which is a, it's a weird thing. And I nearly... I nearly cracked my head open on the fucking... On the bricks, which would have been also hilarious. Yeah. Right in front of you as I was talking. <laughs> and then as I was going down, I screamed, uh, fuck me. And then, and then immediately put your hand on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> You were the wind beneath my it, wings. Man. It, it, it was you, like watching. You held me steady, man. It was like you got hit by the orgasmo ring or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was like watching a grown man come in the street. <laughs> oh, Your man. knees what if were I had, quaking. What if, <laughs> what if I came in my pants as I fell down? Like I got an aneurysm as I bumped my head, but my ha- pants were filled with cum. <laughs> I'm sure if you had an aneurysm, that's the thing we would remember about it. How your <laughs> pants were filled with cum. Wasn't it hilarious how Arif died with his pants full of jizz? <laughs> <laughs> Just leaking fucking jizz through the leg of my pants. So I'm, I'm writing your eulogy right now as we speak. <laughs> man. <laughs> he yeah. was a stoic man, very quiet. But it's an odd thing. Like, uh, I was telling you, like, when we were standing around, we were standing around and... Like, someone who's like uh looked at me he's like aren't you embarrassed for looking like that i was like why would i that be something that i'm embarrassed about yeah, that like, i feel like it was this person probably likes you no i mean issue here no no but even if that wasn't like i think that does, that's a kind of like it, maybe it's because they're not a comic or something like that Oh, like so you, you were embarrassed. like, Who the f- what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Why would I be embarrassed of something that's funny that's happened? Like, something that's funny and humiliating. Yeah. It's clearly humiliating and funny. Oh, you, she was negging you, dude. Yeah. She was totally negging We don't call it that anymore. What, what do we call it? <laughs> what do we call that we don't call that still exists? <laughs> we don't call that N-words anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually kind of, I mean, I... We I, call that, it N-words. I, I, that that kind of, I'm not... I don't know. The more I... So maybe it's just the more comedy that I do, I get into that. Like, I find more people tend to do that a lot what, in normal... You? No, it's... I don't mean just comics. I mean, it's like, comics, I don't mind. Right. You know, because I know that there's a kind of... You're kind of playing around, man. You know, we're just sort of poking yeah. around. I know where you are at. You know where I'm at. There's nothing... You're just that, talking I'm about not hiding you. We're just... Regular people that think that they know what they're doing. Well, yeah, we don't have that. We don't have that relationship. Yeah, it's that. It's you know, and then you meet like I don't know. Th- sometimes like it it goes into this like openly shitting, and then oh yeah, no, there's there's a difference between like because the thing is that like if I it's not a you know at some level if I really take the gloves off it'll just get it'll just get awkward and weird. Yeah, you know, if I were to take the gloves off. In oh, normal like, life, in like the way were, that we if were... If you were to say everything that you've ever wanted to say to me, it would just get kind of... Sh- no, no, no. If I were to take the gloves off to a normal person to the, in the way that I take 
in the way that I do th- like say things on stage yeah to an actual real person without the facade of the comedy it would just sound crazy it would sound yeah. fucking horrible and mean yeah you'd just be bullying at that point at that point you yeah. know what i mean so it's always so i'm always sort of my ha- my f- my hands always on the f- handbrake you know my yeah. the handbrake's always up when i'm when i'm off the stage like when it comes to interaction because if i'm not talking to a comic well, that's uh, one of the things that, uh, like, I heard them talking about Patrice O'Neill, uh, I think on Jim and Sam, like, last week. Yeah. And uh, one of the things they mentioned, like, at the end of his life, he was actually kind of regretting how mean he was to people outside of comedy, because that cost him a lot of opportunities. Like, he um, uh, he was supposed to be the dad on uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Like, oh yeah, I heard that. I yeah. heard that you. I heard that interview with Chris Rock. I heard that moment in Chris Rock on 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 uh, Opie and Anthony. There's a great moment. Have you heard that moment? Uh, Where not Chris that Rock comes in. Though. Chris Rock comes in and Patrice is in the room, and he actually tells him on the radio. He says, "You were going to be the dad, and you fucked it up. Yep. You just annoyed everyone on set. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, because of that, like, in at the end of his life, he was really starting to notice that when he knew that the inevitable was coming. Because uh, that bothered him. He never got to the level of success he probably should have until after he died. Yeah. Yeah, man, it fucks with you a little bit. Like, I, I think it's just a kind of, like, <laughs> in a way, it's kind of like the, you know, the silliness of, like, looking at someone do something cool on TV and be like, I'm a fucking... I'm gonna be a stoic Canadian. You know what I mean? And just attempting it <laughs> in real life. That is pretty stupid. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm Fred Durst, and you just put the <laughs> fucking yeah. fitted Yankees hat on. That's what they're kind of doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is their this is that equivalent of that. Like I'm putting on the fucking fitted I'm Yankees. I'm a funny comedian. Yeah, you're fat. Yeah, and you're stupid. <laughs> you're just like, give me five <laughs> minutes. How come you don't pay me at this mic? Is this an open mic? Is this, we're just in the hallway, guys. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the market. I, I don't know why. why this <laughs> I'm just trying why to are we having this witty back and forth? Not, we don't need Those to. pants are stupid. Yeah. You wore a Yankees hat one time. <laughs> I heard it on the radio. Yeah. I think that's what it's sort of... I think what when it happens in real life, you're trying to recreate in real life what you think you saw at the comedy club. Just kind of like... You're like you wearing the Yankees hat, or me like pretending to be Paul Gross and do South yeah. is attempting to do in real life to create an idea, a story about yourself from something that you watched. Right? Do you know what I mean? In the real world, and it, the, the real world doesn't really work like that in that way. Like you can't sort of jerry rig the real world. You know, to uh, you can't just sort of crowbar in, yeah. you know, other people's I shit can, I, into I your home. I can't life. just wear a red fitted Yankees hat and all of a sudden, you know, be in it for the nookie. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, he has this like in the move in the book. He has the uh, Ron Chernow as a description of Ulysses Grant's uh, jacket. And this jacket that he wore constantly, it was just this union jacket. And he, he goes into, like, there's this one part where he's, like, dusty and, you know, he's just torn and bedraggled. And he m- describes the button, the the buttons on his, uh, on the jacket. And I was like, I'm going to get buttons like that. 
I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna be. That Ulysses is just Grant. as stupid as everyone who watched Sons of Anarchy, and they're like, "I'm gonna buy a Sam Crow jacket." It's so stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna be a fucking biker. I'm gonna be Ulysses S. Grant. I'm gonna. I, I was like, just I'm wait, gonna get. Just wait like walking in the office with my fucking Sam Crow. Uh, the hoodie no he's like then uh, barber and reception's definitely gonna suck my dick this he's, just, he's just describing you know ulysses his uh his felt uh, military jacket with the with the gold uh lining on the on oh, the shoulders please get that jacket and i was please like i'm gonna get, get, a, get jacket a jacket like like, and for some reason i was like what am i even th- this is so ridiculous no, he's a, on that. in the he's describing grant as a loser like he's trying to describe him as a loser yeah but there's something about it that i don't know it's just, I think so. It, it's I'm Corey Feldman dressing up like Michael Jackson. Yes, exactly, yeah. man. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just tore you something just in my your cushion. Pants again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, that was a good <laughs> Um That was a pretty good episode, I think. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's review the episode. That the is episode. in review. Yeah, I think that um, three point five stars. That's, That's right. <laughs> Please rate us like, on iTunes and like and subscribe. Are we on iTunes? Yeah, yeah, we have been we get a, almost we get this a, entire time. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we're on Spotify now. Do we too. get? Does someone? Do we get any? No one's reviewed or rated or liked. If they have, I don't know how to find out. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Please but, like and uh, subscribe. Uh, yeah, I don't pl- know. Please, please review us favorably on iTunes and then tell me how I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> how do I? How do I see ratings? Um. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know that that the the thing with like people like shitting on you in public. Yeah, no, it's, it's like strangers r- doing it. I, I get it when you know when it's you or John or anyone else yeah. or any any of the comics doing it. I don't mind that, but there's yeah, something. Just, there's a difference between ball busting and just being a douchebag. But I don't. But I think. But the it, the line is very easily like forgotten if you were to just take the behavior of like whatever you do on stage, you just carry on that behavior in real life outside of the circle of comics, and. It gets crazy. Yeah. You know, or it looks just mean. And I've I'm a very sort of sensitive, sort of emotionally like a warrior poet, yeah. No, man. I'm just an emotional uh wreck. I'm a you know, I oh, get yeah, my yeah, you are a mess. Hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I get my feelings hurt very easily. Oh, I so. well, when when I get off like I'll go up and I'll be mean to people, but then when I get off someone'll be like, Wow, I like what you did, I'll be like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very I'm, very I'm going to the bathroom. Well, <laughs> when we were walking, I was walking to the bathroom, and uh, I just saw heard someone, like a lady, say to her friend, "She's like, I don't know whether I told you, but she's like, uh, oh, she, the the depressed loser thing." Like, yeah. Oh, I yeah. told you. Well, she t- go, tell uh, tell us. Yeah, she just. I was just walking by them after we got off stage, and she says to her friend oh most of these guys are sort of depressive sort of losers so you know they just kind of say anything on stage uh to get a laugh so just kind of ignore anything that they might say and don't take that stuff it doesn't mean anything they're kind of they're just kind of losers so well she really nailed it actually but she said it in such a cunty tone yeah that even because she she's right she's not wrong about it yeah no Uh, i'm you know i'm not winning yeah (laughs) i'm not winning i was like fuck you bitch you know who the hell do you know about me 
Just go right to fucking our women. I'm reading the biography of Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> Let me tell you something you about what happened at Appomattox. With, with this jacket with fucking gold sleeves and th- those buttons. Yeah. I'm 100% getting a Ulysses S. Grant jacket. Oh, by thank, the way. I fucking hope 100%. so. 100%. 100%. If you, if you don't, like, I, if you don't, I'm going to be very upset. I'm 100%. It would be, it will be my uh, equivalent of the fitted Yankees hat. <laughs> actually it's just it's, an indication it's, that i will also die in uh nearly penniless uh, it, and forgotten by history yeah i'm, I'm just gonna start dressing like hp lovecraft <laughs> 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 just quietly part my hair in the middle and wear suits just be a secret racist <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna get a cat and name it n-word yeah is that was the thing yeah yeah his Damn. cat was, yeah jesus christ yeah he he, he was not a good guy. Well yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's what I heard. It's hilarious that they have an award named. Uh, or, I mean, I don't know. We, it's hard to say with Lovecraft. I, I've read the stories. I've never read. I've read about him more than I've read any. Actually, I've never read any H.P. Lovecraft. So I've just read the bio. I just find it because he lived with his mom in New Jersey or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was, Until uh, he, he died. He was the original incel uh, in um, New Hampshire. Or yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he, Are you he sure? died. I thought it was like New Jersey. No, it was, it was New Hampshire or Rhode Island, one of the two. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I, I could and be wrong. Died penniless and wrong. alone, and uh, his ideas were better than his prose. Uh, his, but he uh, wrote a lot. Oh yeah, he did, and the, and he had a lot of great ideas as well too. Like uh, the old, the whole idea of cosmic horror, I find really appealing. Just yeah. like. Um, your entire worldview being shattered in an instant you immediately go insane because you saw like a big tentacle thing or something with a lot of eyeballs you're like wow i guess i mean nothing in the universe what a lot of beautiful creativity just coming from just a completely racist (laughs) anti-semitic mind (laughs) (laughs) the great ironies of history kind of like the anti-carl sagan because like his idea is the pale blue dot but it's also yeah and someone's gonna step on that dot yeah oh you mean lovecraft <laughs> yeah 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 it's a sort of anyway well that was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> uh what do you got your show you got a show coming up yeah and uh the 23rd i'm going head to head with brian otter uh just come out to that that's out of mcgill's i uh, got a, another show uh, are you on the one on the 29th the uh one at grimross what's that uh, it's uh cards against humanity no uh, you're immediately like fuck that no i didn't uh, say fuck that i'm not uh, on the show i don't know i don't think i am um, no. fair enough it's um uh fair enough fair enough like my mistake like we're pulling cards please, and then please, ha- please 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 fair enough oh, sorry please, fair enough but we're, sorry pull- we're sorry. pulling cards against humanity cards and we're doing sets based on that in the moment so it's an improv thing yeah and uh i'm march 13th i'm going to bathurst okay and that's all the stuff i know about in the immediate history okay or future whatever the fuck <laughs> past past present, present future yeah history is a memory future is undetermined all you have is the now and the present is something that we beautiful can beautiful take with us all right it's a, you know, all right how about your shows are i got none <laughs> uh all right thanks for listening everyone yeah this was a good episode please like and subscribe please like and subscribe and Oh, uh, one more thing, actually. Uh, I, w- I want to put out a contest to the 20 or 30 people that actually listen to this. Uh, Arv thinks my hair's stupid, and I want to find a cut that works. So if you have a video game with a character creation uh, module, 
uh, give well, me a haircut. What if they give you the Bruce Falange haircut? Well, we'll, we'll vote on it. We'll Do you know what Bruce Falange's haircut looked like? No. We'll just wait here. Are, are you going to get your laptop again and show me another obscure celebrity? Bruce Falange. I, f- I feel like when I see him, I'm going to know immediately. Wait. You just keep talking. I'll, I'll st- uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep explaining the idea. If, if you have a video game where you can create a character and choose a hairstyle, send... <laughs> is that... Oh, shit. Yeah, he was married to Julia Roberts. She doesn't look like she's uh, got Stockholm Syndrome at all. And... Uh, yeah, like if, if you have a video game that has a character creation element, uh, pick a hairstyle, send it to fourstorywalkup at gmail.com. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> That's what Bruce looks like. I'm vetoing that one right off the fucking bat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jab of the Hut got into prop comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like put on funny red glasses. He's like... He holds up like a rubber chicken and he's like, ho, 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 ho. He looks good, I think. He, he looks like he's melting into his own self. Yeah. Yeah. This is a disintegrating candle of a human being. <laughs> Someday that'll be me. <laughs> like he, he looks, that picture makes him look like my mom. <laughs> like his, if you take the hair out, yeah. doesn't he look like John? <laughs> No, the only difference is he's emoting. He's smiling. John wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No no Bruce Valanche hair. It's not fucking happening. But send your ideas for what my haircut should look like to fourstorywalkup at gmail.com. We'll look at them and, I don't know, we'll pick one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's my dumb idea. That's good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, man. Bye-bye. Bye.